Ladies and gents, welcome to a new, how should I say, evolution of the podcast. This is something I was talking to my sister Tremaine Govender about. We're trying to make it a straight Bible study show, but because of a new branding process I'm doing of rebranding the show to always include some sort of music, um, this part of the show is going to be called BAM, Bible and Music. It's a very lame name, but I'm going to try it. Um, and basically, it's going to be a Bible study with songs included that I think tie into what we're saying or enhance our study as we as we go along. So today's portion of scripture that we're going to be discussing today is Hebrews 12, verses 1 to 3. It's a classic for a lot of churches around the world. We're trying to give a little more in-depth discussion on how we feel as we go verse by verse. So starting with verse 1, I'm going to have Sister Tremaine read it in the NKJV first, which is the New King James Version, and then I'm going to reread it in the easy-to-read ERV version, and then we'll discuss it. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. In the ERV version, it says, we have all these great people around us as examples. Their lives tell us what faith means. So we too should run the race that is set before us and never quit. We should remove from our lives anything that would slow us down and the sin that so often makes us fall. So when you read that first verse, Jermaine, what what comes to your mind or what parts stand out to you? We have um, the privilege to lay aside our weight, every burden that we carry, that we can just lay it aside knowing that we are well grounded and that there's always someone there which is god himself who's ready to just you know be there to give us that uh, light shoulder jesus take it all and we can just let jesus carry the weight so it's lifted off our shoulders and you feel so much lighter so you know okay this is something new for me um i don't feel the way that i used to feel i don't feel like i'm tied down dragged you know, like I'm carrying so many things on my shoulders and then I don't know where to turn to, uh, what tomorrow holds, because Jesus is right there and then he just takes all of that pain, takes all of that weight and you feel like you're just like a dove flying, you're so light, you know, and that you can actually breathe. Location, no matter the distance, the the areas of our life, we all struggle with sin. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a big sin, small sin, it's still a sin. Uh, just like uh, God says it in the Bible, it doesn't matter where you, whether you murdered someone or whether you swear at someone, it's still considered as a sin. Right. And I think uh, at that point, when we carry that sin, it makes us feel even more heavier and even more uh, uh, downgraded or like lowers our self-esteem. But there again, God is there and he just takes that away for that, even if it's for a moment where you feel you can just let loose and you can cry at all. You know, mm-hmm. even in that song uh, where it says, um, roll your burdens mm-hmm. unto him yes. and, and he will give you rest. And that is what it feels, that rest where you you just feel so light and uh, we can just run mm-hmm. and run the race that is set before you. Yes. Run after the plan and the heart of God. And then you have nothing to stop you. You know, like, I just love the last part of that verse, verse where it says, where we can lay aside every weight and let us run with the endurance, with the perseverance, that the race that is set before us. So we can just go after 
what God has called us to do without having to think, okay, this is what I did before. This is, at the end of the day, your past does not define your future. Your past does not define who you are and who you can be. So if you just let it aside, leave it to God to take that burden off of you, there is so much greater that you can accomplish. And I think that first verse just speaks volumes of who God really is. He's Abba, our Father. He doesn't care about the mistakes that you've made. As long as you acknowledge the mistakes that you made, whether you know the mistakes you've made or you haven't, but the fact that you repent before him and you ask him for forgiveness, he doesn't care how big of a mess you are. At the end of the day, he's always there already with open arms to just encourage you, to embrace you, to say, you know what, keep going. There is there's this road that I've set out for you. There's this, this this race that I've set out for you. Continue with the course. There is a great reward waiting for you. I think it's absolutely important to be surrendered to will and uh, all that God has over you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's easy, um, speaking from experience. It is not easy to just listen to the call of God and run after it. Yes. You have your setbacks. You have um, your distractions. You have... Um, the enemy attacking you have those kind of obstacles and obstructions that come your way so god will not give you something that you cannot overcome or that he will not carry you through mm-hmm. he will not give you something that he will not carry you through never underestimate the power of god mm-hmm. if he tells you to do something even though you feel like you're not capable of doing it or that you're not qualified just try process because God will not give you something that is too hard for you or he will not give you something that he cannot take you out of. God will provide a way. He will provide that ram in the thicket Mm -hmm. when you feel like there's no nothing else left that you have to sacrifice yourself. God is there. Just remember to whom much is given, much is required. It goes for all of us. Yes, some of us may still be trying to get our foot into the calling of God because God may have just called you to run a race and you feel like you're not at that point where you can say, God, I give you all of me. I want to live for you. I want to sacrifice everything for you and I want to do what you have called me to do. But you just know that you're not there either physically, mentally or spiritually. But God is working through it. God knows our end from our beginning, how man works when it comes to time is we have a beginning, then we reach the end. But how God works in time is he starts at the end and then backtracks to your beginning. So everything is already mapped out and you're the one along for the journey to see how you can follow him as your guide to get to the promised end that he has for you. What are your thoughts on how God selects that predestination process does that make you feel hopeful, powerless, or a bit of both? <laughs> in honesty, I think in everybody's opinion, it could be a bit of both. The thing is, the predestination of what God has in store for you, uh, you may not know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's scary for all of us is that, okay, God created us. He obviously had a plan for us. We don't know the plan. We just have to live it through every day. So it's scary for us because we don't know, excuse me, uh, what we are, what we are heading towards. 
And also we don't know that the dangers that come with it and then every other thing, uh, the blessings along with the curses that come. I mean, into every level that you reach, especially when it comes to a spiritual level, there is always a devil for every level. Yeah. But when God speaks, God moves and you just elevate. Yes. And you elevate and you elevate until you reach that the finish line and to have a journey that is predestined by the Almighty God, like it says, Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of your faith, he wrote your life. Right. He wrote it, uh, the all-powerful God, but he has given you that power, that resurrecting power, where you can become anything that he has called you to become. Barrow, that I am who I am sent you. And that is who he is. He will not give you something that you cannot handle because he is there to take you along with it. He is there to give you the power. Just like how he gave Moses that rod to split the, the Red Sea or to, you know, to make a way for for the Israelites to go through, for them to be freed out of Pharaoh. Yep. How much more, you know, God can do for you. So never underestimate the plan that God has for you. Yes, it is not what you may think that is good enough for you. You may feel like, no, God, this is not what I want. It is never about what you want. Yeah. It's always what God has because his plans is higher than your plans and his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And then the other thing I love about the term author is that I like to think of predestination as like God being the scriptwriter or director of your life as a movie. So think of your life as like a completed movie, right? And no matter how much anticipation you have to watch this movie, because you didn't write the movie or direct the movie, you're not going to know anything of the plot twist until you see the movie from start to finish. The, but in the director and scriptwriter's chair, the director and scriptwriter already knows all the plot twists and the whole story from beginning to end. But you as the viewer don't know anything because you're going in blind, not knowing what to expect. Now, I see prophecy, dreams, and visions as like God giving you movie trailers. He, he might give you a preview of the movie every now and then to give you something to anticipate. But he's never going to show you the full movie unless you take your time, sit down, and watch it from beginning to end. And have enough faith that he's going to be telling a good story to you. No matter... How hopeless it may seem if it gets to like a third act where it seems like this major cliffhanger and you don't know what to expect before the movie finishes. You still have to trust the director and scriptwriter that he's not going to waste your time and the ending's going to be worth the wait. So and that's how I like to see the idea of, of predestination, that God is your director and your scriptwriter. Your life is the movie. You just got to sit down enjoy the show and be an active participant in every exciting plot twist that God has for you in every chapter of the book or every chapter or scene of the movie. That's right. So getting into our next song, this has to do with keeping your eye on the prize and making it your life's goal to figure out why you were sent here, what that purpose is. Because you can't live forever not knowing what it is. Otherwise, you're wasting your time instead of redeeming the time because the days are evil. So keeping your eyes on whatever God has put you for. And that's what this song is all about. So Eye on It by Toby Mac and Brit Nicole. Mm -hmm. 
apologetically about that song is it's like constant driving purpose of really encouraging you to keep your eyes on the prize no matter what the circumstances. So this might be a bit of a personal question, Tremaine, but have you ever experienced any situation in your life where the words of people were discouraging you so much so that you almost stopped trying? More times than I can count up to this very day. Same here. The, could you give an example? You don't have to mention any names or whatever you feel comfortable sharing. It's just every every negative word that you hear. I mean, you know, especially when God has spoken it over you. Yeah. And you know that you are called to do great and mighty things through His glory and His power and His um, through His um destiny for you and his purpose and then like I said even though you are trying to run that race everything will come in that time to knock you out of that that part when it comes to that point where now the enemy has had a loophole to get in what comes out of your mouth is now a reflection of what's in your heart yes which also creates a bad impression of who you are and who you were raised to be and and also the background that you've came from. So there's a lot. Uh, so uh, like, I, like you've asked a question, and you know what, it is true. Uh, when God has called you to do something, you will get a lot of negative things thrown at you where they even question you, oh, God has called you to do something, but you're not worth it. Or... You don't, how can you do that when you are like this or if you behave like this and if you talk like that and if you act like that and if you do this and if you do that. At the end of the day, we are all human. We all fail. We all make mistakes. No human is perfect. We are not God to say, okay, we're God. We don't make any mistakes. No. At the end of the day, that doesn't define who God has called you to be. Yes, we slumber. We, we fall. We hit our foot against a rock. Yes. But that doesn't also necessarily mean that we cannot be who God has called mm-hmm. us to be. Yeah. And the thing is, once a negative word is said, it is very hard. It is very hard to let that word escape your mind and your heart because once it's said, it settles in and it plants itself as a deep root inside of you. Mm-hmm. And then now that's where the negativity starts to be birthed inside of you. Because yeah. whenever you think you're going to do something good, and then you say, oh, but she said I wasn't good enough. My dad said I wasn't good enough. My mom said I couldn't do it. My brother said this. My cousin said this. My my best friend told me this. My boyfriend told me this. My husband told me this. My wife told me this. I can't do it. Right. That's where now the, the uh, seed of negativity is sown because once the enemy sows that seed of negativity inside of you, and but like I said, it's not necessarily the other people that you surround yourself with. It is the people that is closest to you that where once he knows how to get in and he gets in through family, why? Or he gets into the people that you surround yourself close by where you are knitted with. Yes. Reason being is because he knows you are knitted like a clothes, like a web, like a spider's web. One web that is, or like a chain, one link that is broken, it affects everybody. Yeah. So that is why he attacks that, that chain. Yeah. Because when that chain is together, 
you indestructible. That's right. If you look at the chain, uh, uh, if you look at you know those chains that we use to to, to lock our gates, or even the dog chain, yeah. for instance, it will never break loose, no matter how hard the dog tries to escape and to break loose from it. That's it right. will not break. But once you interfere with it a bit, and you get a pliers, and you twist the link or whatever, and you break the link off, that's where now everything is discord it, it's divided yeah. that's where now the dog is loose and then now havoc creeps and then you don't know what to do because you know okay that word was said to me uh, so obviously i can't do anything about it yeah. so it is so important about the people that you surround yourself with now i uh, do not uh mistake me i'm not saying get rid of your family no <laughs> at the end of the day God has put them there for a purpose. That's right. They have put them there for them to guide you along uh, through your years until you are now an adult enough to know the decisions that you make either has a consequence or it has a or this fruit. They you can produce fruit from it. So they are there to guide you. They are there to protect you till a certain age until you are ready to fly it on your own and to make decisions of your own. You go to the story of Joe. We we literally have over 40 chapters of just constant detractors that he should deny his faith from his closest relatives, his family, his friends, his enemies. Everybody down to his wife said, curse God and die and get over with. But no matter what, he withstood his ground and never denied God a single time. So what I'd like for you to do is just pray for our listeners to have that same kind of resilience to keep God as the north uh, direction of their compass, because, of course, without compass, we don't have direction, to just keep their eyes on the light of the northern sky and keep their eyes on the prize no matter what, no matter how many detractors they have on the way, because at the end of the day, this is a race we're running full of witnesses, how God says that we'll reign and rule with him and we'll judge with him, is that on Judgment Day, we're going to have all these eyes of the heavens and God himself watching us, the the replay of our lives to see how we spent our time. So um, go ahead and pray for our audience to, to have that kind of resilience, no matter how many detractors we have, how many attacks of Satan we have, that we have that unshakable, undeniable faith that can never be broken. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of mercy and of grace, my God. We thank you, my God, for the atmosphere that you have just set up right now, my God, even through this platform, even though through this airwave, my God. We thank you, my God, for the listeners that are out there, my Father. We thank you, my God, Lord, that you are in control of each and every one of us, my God. We thank you, my God, Lord, that you have predestined our lives and our and our future, my God. You knew it from the end right till the beginning and vice versa, my God because you are the author and the finisher of our faith, O oh God. Right now, my God, we bring every listener before you, my Father, and we pray, my God, for a Job-like faith, my God. Even though everything around him was being taken away, where his children were taken away, his cattle, his servants, everything that he held dear to him, my God, was taken away, my God. 
even though he was told to curse you and die, my God, but he still fought it, my God. He still fought the good fight, and he said, even though he slay me, yet will I still praise him, my God, and yet will I still bless him. Because at the end of the day, my God, it all comes down to you, oh, Father. You give and you take away, my God. You bless and you give in abundance, my God. You multiply, you double within what we have already had, my God. Even though Job had lost everything, my God, you gave him double than what he lost, my God. You restored double, my God, and we just want to give you the praise. We want to give you the glory, my God, and we ask, my God, for that same resilience to our listeners that are listening out there today, my God, or that you will give them the same resilience like Job, my God. Even like Jacob, my God, he did not leave, my God, until you blessed him, and that is what he said, I will not leave until you bless me, my God. That is what we are looking for, my God. Yes. The Job-like faith and the Jacob-like faith, my God, where we say, even though 10,000 people and 10,000 voices tell us, you know what, He, you are never going to make it. You are not good enough. You are not this and you are not that. But still, yet he slay me, yet will I praise him. And that is what we that is what we live our lives on and we build it on, my God. Even though we feel like, God, everything is falling apart around us, my God, but we will still hold on to the truth that is almighty God. We also hold on to your word, my God, that will bless us even in more in abundance, my God. Your word is a firm foundation, my God. Your word is the truth of God. And even it says in your word that you are not a man, my God, that you should lie. What you have said, my God, it will come to pass. Yes. Almighty God, and we just stand on that word. Your word is a rock foundation, my God, and we just stand on it. It is the rock. It is a rock of our faith today, my God. And you said even as faith as little as a mustard seed where we can move mountains. Imagine, my God. Just in the amount of faith, oh my God, that you would give your listeners right now, my God, the Job-like faith, the Jacob-like faith, the Abraham-like faith, yes. my God, today to know that even though it may not be what I want, but my God will provide because he, because he is Jehovah Jireh. He is our peace and he is our provider. He is our banner. He is our strength today, my God. We just ask, my God, Lord, that you will build up a people of power today, my God, a people of power knowing, my God, that even though they may have everything that may be going wrong, my God, they may be going through things that we have no idea about, my God, but you know all things, my God, and you will give them that power to overcome, my God. You will build them up, my God. You will make them, my God, become who they are supposed to be in you, my Father. You will keep them on the straight and the narrow road, my God. You will keep them there, my God. You will take them off, my God, from the valley and you will place them on the mountaintop, my God. Where they go, my God, you will go before them, my God. You will be just like how you was, my God, with Moses, oh, Father. You are the I am that I am that will yes. go before them, my Father. You will deliver your people out of the circumstances that they may find themselves in, my God. You move, my God, where you know you need to move, my God. You listen to the cries of your people, and you lend your ear, my God, and you move your righteous right hand, oh, Father. That is who you are, the all-powerful, the omnipotent, the omniscient God that you are, my Father. You see and you know all things, oh God. Like you say in your word that you are the author and the finisher, my God, of our faith. My God, all we can do is just give it all to you, my God, and you'll take control of it. Build up a people of power. Build up a people of a job faith, my God. The, re the resilience to keep on going, to keep on persevering for your word, my God, and for your faith like, my God, 
We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. Amen to all the above. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to close out the show with Northern Sky by Capital Kings and KB. We encourage you guys to keep your eye on the prize, the purpose that God has predestined for you, and to not let any of the detractors of this distracting world take your eyes off of Jesus. Walk by faith, live by faith, and we'll see you all next time. Peace and blessings. I'm following I'm just living life to the fullest Not many can say that they do this Travel around the world and back here This fact, don't believe me, you snooze set, set free, yeah, I'm gone So I guess this is goodbye Only one place that I'm headed Straight up through the northern sky Okay, okay, boy, let me stop playing.